Okay. Uh, hey, uh, very pleased uh, to uh, welcome back to the program the uh, General Legal Counsel for Share Healthcare. I want to welcome um, Mike Sharman to the program. Mike, welcome. Good to have you. Well, thank you very much. I was off there in uh, Zoom, uh, Never Never Land, with a little <laughs> circle swirling, and oh goodness. Texting me and saying, no, we're, I'm, I'm here waiting. So I got off, came back on again, but. You know, uh, it, it, it's uh, Zoom. Zoom does that sometimes. Yes. Zoom Good news is yeah. uh, technology lets us do what we're doing right now. The bad news is I don't always get technology right. <laughs> you know what? I, I have that. I have that same thing. They, you know, they, they call it a smartphone, right? But you know, it, it yes. seems pretty dumb to me because there are times when it's supposed to be connected to something and the two things are sitting right next to each other. And, you know, what what's what's the deal? You know, I, I think, you know, te- technology works ab- ab- about as well as uh, as our as our healthcare system. Mike. Yeah. But, you know, we're probably going to get more of the amen chorus on what we've just been talking about than anything else we're going to be saying this half hour. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. I, I, I think the uh, you know, I, I think healthcare's, I think healthcare has, uh, you know, means a lot to to, to a lot of folks. Um, oh, yeah. And, and my question for 30 some years of using that common need that we have of healthcare mm-hmm. to try to allow the body of Christ to live out John 17 of us being united in a way that we otherwise aren't going to or can't, and then have a tool that shows the watching world what can happen when Christians come together in Christ's word according to his will, and bam, all sorts of good things happen. Uh, you know, and, and people have a, a we always have a need for healthcare. And we always have expenses related to it. But right now we're having a, a even deeper problem because of inflation. You know, we have uh, 8.2 to 8.5% inflation, which that's just a number, but that's exactly what one month's wage is. That, that's 8.2 to 8.5 of our income for the whole year. Right. So we've lost a month of income. And that number isn't even what the government really thinks. How do I know that? Well, because there's this thing called an inflation bond, an I bond that you can buy from the treasury department. And they promise you that they'll give you the interest that is always going to stay constant. You give them 10,000. That's the largest you can do. And they say the interest on it's going to stay constant with inflation. So right now the I bond is paying 9.62% interest, Okay. which means okay. that's what the treasury department really thinks inflation is. Wow. So people are having that much more of their income cut in. And so what can they do? Well, ho- hopefully uh, they, they, they need to find a solution to, uh, you know, to one of their biggest expenses. And I, I think, you know, one of the larger expenses that you that you can potentially have is the healthcare expense. And especially right now, there's so much going on in the healthcare world that I think people are being drawn to that. Yeah, and you know when you have one one month income cut off, yeah, you're going to have other fixed things you're going to have to keep. You know, you have to have a roof over your head. You have to be able to get from place to place to work. You have to have food. And so, what gets cut often is people's health care. So, uh, government says that they're going to help, 
And so the using California as a as an example, you have the uh, California uh, individual mandate on it, which now this doesn't make sense at all to me that they say, okay, we want to help the people who don't have insurance. So we're going to make everybody who doesn't have insurance pay us a tax, which the average is right about twelve hundred dollars. Right. That makes no sense whatsoever. And then they say, we want to make health care affordable. So the affordable health exchange one that they have there in California, covered California, that winds up just for a, a young, healthy individual will be $257 per month. But with Share Healthcare, the entity that, that I work with and that I represent, that same individual will be 149 So with covered California, that government that's supposedly trying to help you, if you're um, older, if you're right. a 49 year old, that price goes up to 393. If you're 59, it goes up to 599. With share healthcare, since we're the body of Christ, not the young body of Christ, not the aging body of Christ, but the body of Christ, it still stays 149. Um, and with again using covered California as an example, mm-hmm. if if you have that, you wind up having a, an out of pocket maximum of 8,700 a year. Well, we just have $1,000 per event, personal expense. And so those are just a whole lot of data dumps on people to just get them attuned to the fact that government is not the answer. People working together and working together in accordance with the biblical word does work. It's a practical, real and present help in this real and present dangerous time that we're living in. Well, and California is just is just one example. I mean, there are there are states all across the country where individuals are engaged and involved in and and everyone's trying to figure out what their healthcare situation is going to look like. What what makes uh, medical healthcare sharing work, Mike? Well, share healthcare. You can think of it just like a medical co-op, or think of it like passing the plate across the nation and across denominations. It's a group of like-minded people who are, uh, you know, generally healthy and generally trying to live in accordance with the Bible. And we have a, uh, it's a very systematic, organized way of doing it. So the main answer to your question, what makes it work, is we want it to. We want to follow what God uh, wants. We want to help one another. We want others to help us when we have a need. We know that they're desperate, and in our desperate times, we want their help. So the organized part of it is that whenever anybody joins Share Healthcare, they automatically get a bank account, their own individual personal bank account at Lime Bank in Bolivar, Missouri, brick-and-mortar bank, but also a digital online bank. And it's the only bank in the nation that's been FDIC-approved and Federal Reserve-approved to have these healthcare sharing accounts so that when somebody has a medical need, now all of us stay self-pay patients. You know, Share Healthcare is nothing more than a, a way to help you do this organization, this facilitation to get your medical needs paid. So we and, all say this, this isn't insurance, correct? That's right. You know, insurance, you send a check off to a, an entity, you know, you really don't know them. You right. don't know who's being helped by it. Um, it. There's just, we're qualitatively and quantitatively different than insurance. So, when a person has a medical need, they talk to their doctor, the healthcare provider, the hospital, and uh, that healthcare, they send their bill in. Mm-hmm. We look at it, say, okay, this $100,000 bill that you just gave us, 
if we can send you your money in 24 to 48 hours, what sort of discount will you give us? And okay. there's a long pause because they don't believe we can do it. And they said, well, if you could do that, well, we'll cut 65% off and let you have the $100,000 bill for 35000 because they want cash. And there always is a discount on medical bills. Mm-hmm. And the reason we can say within 24 to 48 hours is because that bank, Lime Bank, has a proprietary algorithm that lets us just push a button and all the right amounts of money go from various individual accounts into the person in needs account. And then the check goes out from that person's account to their healthcare provider in that person's name. So, you know, if, if Greg Young has a, a medical need, the check will go out to your healthcare provider in Greg Young's name. So that's and, basically how it works and why. And what about the, the the Christian values, the moral, the ethical values? How does that play a role in the in the decision as to both from a membership perspective and then also from a, a covered medical expense perspective. Right. So from a membership perspective, one by preference, we are a Christian organization. Okay. But then also there's 32 states that have specific, um, what we call safe harbor laws that permit healthcare sharing ministries to be completely exempt from insurance. And they each say that, it needs to be a faith-based entity in which members are of the same religion and share in accordance with their faith. So okay. our religion is Christian. So we're okay. sharing in accordance with that. Um, in terms of how it works, we have uh, three freedoms that we say are our, our, our platform, the tripod, so to speak, that we're on. The first is medical freedom. Second is financial freedom. We already kind of touched on the financial freedom. And the one you just asked about is religious freedom. So we as Christians don't want to have our insurance dollars, our healthcare dollars paying for abortion, abortifacients, the gender disruption things of, of turning Bobby into Barbie and, and Billy into you know Bonnie. Right. And that if we were to pay for it, that's that's repugnant to our biblical values. So since we are faith-based and since we're exempt from the Affordable Care Act, exempt from insurance laws we can share in accordance with what is appropriate and proper that would please God, not displease him. So as an example, uh, would, would you guys cover a sex change operation? No. Okay. No. And not just, not only not the sex change operation, but none of the hormone changes, anything of that nature, um, that nope, you're going to have to go on the healthcare exchange, have that done or join the military. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I noticed that the, 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 that our taxpayer dollars are funding those kinds of things these days. Um, yeah. I uh, can imagine what my drill sergeant back in the seventies would have said about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was, I was in the eighties in the air force and, the, and that wouldn't have flown back then either. Uh, so tell me, um, if, if, you know, we are in open enrollment right now, which a lot of people are familiar with, does open enrollment play a role in, in, in when you can sign up with, uh, share healthcare? Not when you can sign up open, there's always open enrollment year round, 24 hours a day with, uh, share healthcare. Uh, obviously people are more attuned to it during the open enrollment period. Mm-hmm. And even if somebody calls up, I was chatting with somebody in, in August and they were wanting to join Share Healthcare and had, had health insurance and they wanted to drop insurance and join Share Healthcare. And 
chatted with them. I said, well, you know, if you want to, and if you think that's appropriate for you, you can do that now. He said, no, I just want to let it run out. It's easier for my employer. Okay. So it, it doesn't affect it. You can do it. People might have preferences and they just choose to wait for open enrollment. Now, I notice also that there are some uh, choose how you share membership levels. Um, do you, you, could you explain a little bit about what those are and, 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 and kind of some of the differences associated with that? Well, the only difference is how you choose to budget. Okay. So, um, you know, I mentioned the 149, 249, 349, mm -hmm. which is the main one that almost everybody chooses. That's uh, about 72, 74% of our membership is in that. Okay. And, and that has a, a $1,000 per event personal expense, which means uh, if you go to the doctor and uh, just for your regular checkup, and that's going to be only about 140 bucks. And he says, well, you know, it looked pretty good, but there's something here. I want to, I want to run a full blood scan. Well, that's going to be probably about 800. Okay. So now you're, you're near a thousand. And then he says, there's something in this blood scan. Let, let's, let's go do, you know, an MRI or CAT scan, whatever. And now you're over a thousand. Okay. Then, well, let me use that example other than you, because I don't want to put cancer on you. Okay. So the scan shows for this hypothetical person out there that there might, there's cancer. Okay. And it runs on for years of the treatments. They only have that one $1,000 per event personal expense. All right. With right. There? Because the diagnosis is the event and, and that event will carry on until it's resolved. Right. Either the search for the diagnosis or like you said, the diagnosis itself. Right. Well, or, so, or I mean, let's, let's, let's take a, maybe, maybe even something a little bit, you know, like, like a broken bone. Right. Right. So you, you, you go to the urgent care right. and they say, well, we can do this, but you're going to need to go to, you know, the orthopedist to do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's only one event there, even though you're in two different places, I might okay. see multiple healthcare providers. Right. Right. You, uh, might, you might even then, have to spend some time in the hospital, perhaps, depending on how bad the break is. Correct. So the, um, the, the 349 on the $1,000 per event is for a family of four and then okay. $50 for each one after. Okay. So let's say on the highest one, you only have a $300 per event. So the family might want to budget that way, but their monthly amount is higher. That's 649. Okay. So that's the only difference It's how do you feel like budgeting? Do you feel like having a higher monthly amount and a lower per event whenever that hits? Or are you a family that you, you've got, you know, a, a bit of right. savings you've already done for health care. And so you want to have the lower monthly amount because we have for any of those programs, they all have the exact same services. It's not like you get this cheaper one that has less services. And we're going to run out of time, but real quick, that's I'm glad you brought up services. So, uh, you know, we, we've all uh, struggled with and heard the, you know, keep, you know, keep your doctor, so on and so on. How does that work? Is there in-network and out-of-network, or, or how does that work, Mike? With Share Healthcare, that's the medical freedom part. Your network is any licensed medical professional in the world. If you like your doctor, keep them. If you've been trying to get rid of this doctor, but he's been in the network you're in, get rid of him. Okay. Or the hospital system or whatever. You get to go where your healthcare needs you to go. 
naturopathic. I noticed something about that on your site. I'm very much, very heavily into naturopathy and, and so on. If someone is, you know, uh, vegan and, and into natural mathic medicines and things of that nature, how, how does that, how does that work? It works the same as it would with an, uh, an MD or a nurse practitioner that you, you get to go for what is medically necessary care to any one of those licensed medical professionals okay. for treatment, but not for maintenance things. You know, if you go to your chiropractor just because it makes your back feel better, well, that um, is not shareable. If you go to your chiropractor because you've had some trauma or something that's gone on, yes, you can go to him because it's medically necessary. Same with naturopath, same with an MD, same with an MP. Okay, whatever is medically necessary. All right. Folks, listen, share healthcare. Phone number to call 844 742 7342. 844 742 7342. Or go to the website and uh, you can find them at sharehealthcare.com. Sharehealthcare.com. Again, the number to call 844 742 7342. Share healthcare, giving you healthcare freedom. Mike, thanks so much for being with me today. I greatly appreciate it. Well, thank you, Pastor Greg. And we'll have you back in just a couple of weeks.